question for you. You? Just kidding. I've got a bunch of questions because today is an extra special episode of Analyze This where we answer our earbuds questions. I have a question for everybody. Oh, okay. They can't answer uh, via the... I think they will though. Okay. My question is how is it the middle of summer? I still don't know where 2018 went. I have goals from 2018. I'm like, those are my 2018 goals. So yeah, you're like, not that's reached. not this year. Oh, shit. That was, that was last I year. I still write 2018 and every time I go to write the date. Mm. Every time I go to write the date, I'm still writing 2018. I think I might have a nervous breakdown in 2020 just because it's going to be so weird to write that two, that second two. Oh, yo, what the fuck? And then the 80s are going to be like 40 years ago. That means we're going to be. I'll be 40. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. Oh man. Time, time passes, man. Which is why we want to make sure we make time the most of. Time goes by so slowly. <sighs> Here's my question. When they first played, when the Righteous Brothers walked in with that song, and they're like, okay, guys, <clears throat> it's a little slow. <laughs> <laughs> and they turned it on. Mm-hmm. And they were like, wow. And, oh. <laughs> you know, honestly, all I could think of is Ghost. Yeah. That, that movie, yeah. you know, that movie. Yeah. I mean, that's what made that song famous. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, guys, time is passing so slowly. Time so, is we passing. are going to use ours to answer our earbuds questions. Yay! Once again, I was like, hey, guys, send us your questions. And then y'all did in a most fantastic and excellent manner. You're all excellent. Clap, clap, clap. Yeah. Okay. They are excellent. All right. Here we go. Here we go, guys. Anna Gal, pressing question from the people. Favorite Sailor Moon villain? Oh, you know, for me, this is easy. I'm going to say the Amazon Trio. Oh, yeah. You love them. They're boundary pushing. Mm -hmm. They're like all queer, bisexual, amazing Fashion, avant garde, yeah. entrepreneurs. Really? They're so funny. They're hilarious. trying to make it in this world. They're just, and they, they all gather together at the crazy bar inside the Dead Moon Circus tent. And they all like, are like, oh, it's so hard to be so evil yeah. and try to find dream mirrors. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, Zirconi is so mad at me. And it's just, just, it's fantastic. the, it's the, uh, Agretico version of Sailor Moon bad guy. Have you guys mm. seen Agretico? Oh, sorry, you guys can't talk back. Oh, that sucks. Uh, you mean the greatest show of all time? Yeah, buddy. <laughs> it is an animated show on Netflix. You should check it out immediately. It is all about um, working a nine-to-five. Yeah, and life, life, yeah. et cetera. Yes. Uh, and season two just came out. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Bye, podcast. <laughs> okay. Uh, should I ask you one now? Sure. Hannah Hart. Yo. Can you recommend helpful ways to handle anxiety that hits you later in life? I never had anxiety growing up, but I'm finding it very difficult to keep it from taking over my day-to-day life. Wow. You know, no big. Yeah, okay, chill. <laughs> um, I would say that I, too, am getting more anxious the older I get. It's good that you can identify it because the sooner you figure out what's what you're feeling, you can start to... Regain control of your feeling over having, letting the feeling have control over you. 
So the most I can do right now is sympathize because I'm also getting more anxious. And I think it's because we have more things that we could lose, especially if we're happy. And then sometimes we're anxious because we're sad. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Sometimes it's, we're it's thinking real. about the decay of our bodies and how we're no longer attractive and how we'll die and and what is life. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I actually, I also have a, a tip because I remember when I started taking some new antidepressant, it gave me these very anxious chills in my body. But because I knew it was a side effect of the medication, it, I didn't freak out. Oh. So I think when I, because for me, anxiety is so in the body, mm. um, but also mental, obviously, and very difficult to deal with. Um, I just try and kind of separate myself from it. And think of it almost like, oh, look, this is some, this is a side effect, some symptom. Or like, Not yeah, symptom, but like, mm-hmm. it's a side effect of a memory in your body or a side right. effect of the past. Right. That's it's, all it is, though. It's a side effect of the past. Yeah. It's happening in your body, but that doesn't mean you're actually under any, you're not in any danger. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean that there is a threat. Mm-hmm. It's just that your body is releasing a former threat mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. is relearning identifying threats. Mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Wow, guys. Yeah. Or if you can, I would like get up from whatever you're doing, leave the situation, go for like a 10-minute crazy bike ride. Yeah. Something or just walk. to like change. Yeah. Walk, 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 walk. If you feel like you can't take it anymore, just start walking, you know? Or start singing. Yeah. You could be like, oh, say a so little prayer yeah. for you. Yeah. Mm. Just, you know, anything to like get you out of that zone. Yeah, get you into a different zone entirely. I'm waving my hands around right now. You guys for can't you. see, but... This is for you. Oh, 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 oh. This is a good one. Oh, I really like this. Hannah Gell. Yes. What do you do to feel good about your body? What are some personal tips and tricks for good old body positivity? Wow. Love you guys. Great question. Yes. And so important. Mm -hmm. Because God knows we are just bombarded all day, every day by Mm -hmm. images that make us feel like that's what I'm supposed to look like. And Mm -hmm. you know what? If you're not a professional athlete Mm -hmm. there's really no way (laughs) yeah absolutely not or like a 24 7 your career is your body person like a model Mm -hmm. or an athlete like you said Mm -hmm. that yeah you're never going to be at this you don't want to be at that position because you don't want to dedicate your life to maintaining that Mm -hmm. kind of idea Mm -hmm. when i want to feel body positive i flex my arms and feel how strong they are Like, if I'm feeling bad about my body, I'll flex my arms to, like, feel my bicep. And I'm like, there's a muscle in there. I'm strong. Mm, mm-hmm. um, or I look at my butt in the mirror. Dude, you got a great butt. I know. I mean, objectively, it's a great butt. I know. And I'm so <laughs> lucky to have, like, an objectively great feature that I can just be like, even when I'm like, God damn, Hannah, what did you do? I can just turn around and be like, dee 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 And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like yeah, I got a butt. That's good. That's good. What about you? Mm, you know, I kind of just try to remember that. I know it sounds kind of cliche and dumb, but like really everybody is so beautiful just because the human body is so freaking amazing. Mm. And if you ever take like a drawing, like a figure drawing class, you see all kinds of bodies Mm. and like each one is like so fascinating and perfect and beautiful just as it is. And I remember because you get like kind of skinny models to really show you how the skeleton works and then sometimes like really heavy models. And I remember there was like a very kind of heavy woman who came in, but she was like stunning. Mm. She was so interesting. Her body was so interesting, so much more interesting than like a very, very thin, 
typically attractive body. Well, of course, if you, you are for thin, figure drawing. In yeah, terms for of figure, figure drawing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For you. Not that you're not cool to draw if you're thin. Also, yeah. if you're thin, that's great. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. the body, there's just no way. Well, you body see, can you be see ugly. more examples of that, like the super skinny thing in visual media and stuff like that mm-hmm. that you do, seeing, appreciating someone who's heavier with curves. And so it is, in a way, truly more interesting because it's not something you've seen as often. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There was just more like contrast. Yeah. And Hannah, that was beautiful. Like mm. it made me be like, oh my God, I'm never going to look at human bodies the same way. They're same with going incredible. to like um, the bathhouse or like mm-hmm. going to like the K-spa. You walk in at first, you're always like, oh, am I going to be okay being naked? And then the second you walk in, you see that everybody's naked. You're like, oh, okay, cool. I can be naked. Right. Because you're like, every single person looks different mm-hmm. and it becomes universal, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So there is no noticeable difference. Mm-hmm. Because difference is universal. Yeah, you that's know? great, dude. Yeah, and I think you can forget that when you are just like, we watch, you know, so much TV, see so much stuff on Instagram. We all wear pants and shirts. <laughs> but like, you, you're so it starts, if you're just looking at media stuff, you start to think, oh, this is how most people look. Most mm-hmm. people have this quote unquote perfect body, then I don't have it. But the mm-hmm. reality is, most people look very different from whatever the ideal is mm-hmm. in all kinds of ways mm. so you you good you have forearms you know how amazing that is that's amazing that's i amazing. love forearms Forearms are oh, great. that's another thing i like to look at when i'm feeling like <laughs> myself are you literally looking in the mirror right now oh. no no i'm just <laughs> thinking about my own forearms okay here go to the next question okay next question <gasps> oh hannah hart yeah who's your dream guest for the podcast oh my god taylor swift hands down. Oh, that's a good one. At this point, I am lucky enough to say that I have met and hung out with Taylor Swift, and she is both very dedicated to what she's doing, a gracious host, and very funny. She's like cracking me up. I still can't believe that you hung out with her. I know. And I was like, damn, wish I could get her on the podcast. <laughs> hey, dream big, man. I know, man. I'm putting it out there. So if you guys, uh, you know, no Taylor Swift, go ahead and let her know. Um, <laughs> oh, anyway, man. that's my dream guest. What about you? I would say who comes to mind is Steve Martin. I mean, he would just be great to hang out in general. Also, you good. mainly just want to play banjo with Steve Martin. I w- I want to be around his banjo vibes. I do. He plays, guys, he plays the bluegrass banjo and the claw hammer banjo. Like, it's crazy. Amazingly well, both of those things. What do you also, that? he's been in like every Muppet movie. That is incredible. And he's like a novelist too. He's, he's an no- author. He's a renaissance man. He's, he's a renaissance man. He's hilarious and funny. I feel like So he's- you want to like drink his blood? That's what you're saying? <laughs> Uh, no. Around just so I just want to like- see if I can absorb any of his amazing soul powers. I feel like I just, I, it's like I grew up watching the Muppet movie, uh, I know. you know, and like I just, wait, he's not, he's only in there for like five seconds. Whatever. He's still- just, he's been in my childhood, I feel, and I love him. He just, he seems awesome and a great person. Yeah. Is there anybody else? I mean, there's a million people. Yeah. But we got to answer these precious questions. You're right. We got more precious questions to answer. All right. Next. I struggle with feelings of being left out. I feel this when my friends do something together without inviting me along. And sometimes it's about feeling left out of life. Like things I haven't done yet, like being in a romantic relationship. So my question is, how do I tell people in my life that I feel neglected and left out without sounding like... Left out? Left out. Without sounding like... We're a, in Sweden now. Oh, left out. Without sounding like a selfish brat. Please grant me your wisdom. 
My dream guest is Bill Skarsgård. Oh my god. That's how you say his name, apparently. No, I said that totally wrong. Alexander? Love Bill Skarsgård, though. And Alexander. Love them both. I like Alexander more. I like the whole family. Did you hear this very heartfelt question? Oh my I god, did. Oh my gosh. Like, I literally <laughs> said, I struggle with feelings of being neglected. And I'm like, anyways, let's talk about me. I'm so sorry. Sorry, Earbud, if you're I'm listening. sorry, Earbud. This is very tough because I feel it's very... It's very we, we don't have all the information because, I mean, it could be, this could be coming from any number of situations. It's interesting. Like, let's, um, let's like dissect this. It doesn't say, I am being left out and it makes me feel blank. Mm-hmm. It says, I struggle with the feeling of being left out, not I am being left out. So my guess based off that wording is that they know it's just a feeling. You're already way ahead of the game. Oh, okay. No, I mean, like, you're yeah. bad. You are way ahead of the game by identifying feelings. That's a skill some people do not have. So if you confront, if you realize that you feel an abnormal amount of being left out in relation to your actual life experience, then it's probably a feeling with, like, a deeper root. But here's my other question is, have you communicated this? Because you have every right to communicate it, but just communicate it for you, not because you think they're going to somehow fix your feeling or change, you know, whatever. Yeah. But you can communicate it. Like if friends are leaving you out of stuff, they probably are doing it on purpose. <laughs> oh, God. It's true. I mean, well. Or maybe not. I mean, we, yeah, we don't know for sure. But you have to talk to them. But yeah, yeah. You don't know what's going on with anyone unless you ask. Yeah, and, correct. You know, if you're They could feeling- think, oh, my God, they could misunderstand and think you were like, hey, guys, don't ever call me again. Right. I or mean, miscommunication like, is like. Up there. Or they'll be like, what? Dude, everyone is so busy. We only see each other once a month. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's like. You know, if you're feeling this way, your feelings are valid and, and good and true. You know? if Because it's how you feel. We just need more data. We, we, we need more relevant data. But yeah, honestly. Well, um, it's like the feather thing. Note it. Mm, Identify the feeling and right. let it pass. And then maybe if it's coming up consistently. Right, when it happens mm-hmm. and maybe what the cause was. Right, and also what evidence do I have to support that I'm being left out? Right, right. Well, and what evidence, what evidence do you have to support the fact that you're not? It could be that you are being left out. It could be that you feel left out all the time no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, you know, that's something to examine, yeah. obviously. I would say... Uh... There's hope. For sure. I'm not worried about you, is what I'm trying to say. I am worried about you, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and I know you're going to do a good job figuring this out. Okay, I just want to say again, I'm not worried about you. <laughs> I think you got this. <laughs> and I'm just going to let you if know. If you were like, I, I am feel worried. left out. So, well, what I do when I'm feeling left out is I make dolls out of paper clips. And then okay. I take them to restaurants and I talk to them. And then we talk about all the people that I don't like. And then okay, I do some spells. Oh, like, shit. Then I'd be like, I'm a little worried about it. <laughs> However, this seems well within the realm of completely normal human experience. And you got this. You got me in the first half there. <laughs> I was like, what are you telling me? Okay, I guess. Arts and crafts are good. Okay, moving on. Yeah. <clears throat> I've been wondering how you can go about forgiving someone who you know will never be sorry for any of the hurt they've caused you. Oh, my God. Literally, I'm kind of going through that right now. have no idea. That's so tough. I don't know. Oh, you know, you know what comes to mind? Something 
that a wise person said. Huh. Oh, yeah. I forget who, but it's really a, someone everyone knows. Being angry is like poisoning yourself and waiting for the person you're mad at to die. Oh! So it's like, it doesn't matter that they're never going to do whatever. What matters is how you feel. So they're obviously not taking care of you the way you want to be taken care of. So you just have to be like, well, I'm going to do whatever I need to do to not have this, like, take over my life. So that might mean not forgiving them. It might mean forgiving them. I mean, it's up to you, but whatever. But just remember, like, their, their behavior is not a reflection of who you are. Right. And your anger won't hurt them the way it hurts you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hannah Gelb, yeah. need a question? Okay. What's the best way to support a friend if she has a very toxic family, meaning a lot of emotional abuse, but she won't cut ties with them and they won't respect her boundaries? Oof. This is like a boundary. This is this boundaries is, inception. This is boundaries inception. This is so many layers of boundaries. Yeah. This okay. Is such an amazing question. Okay. So this question deals with two sets of boundaries issues. One is whatever the relationship is with your friend and their quote unquote toxic family. But the only one that's in your control is the boundaries that you have with this friendship. Right. You can't make her do anything. You cannot control your friend. You can't give her the right advice that will get her out of that family and that household. You can only be emotionally supportive to the extent that it's okay for you. Because if you're saying like, what do I do? Because all she does all day is just talk and talk and talk about her family. And it's like killing our friendship. There's no friendship there. Then that's something you can express. This frustration of trying to help someone who doesn't seem to want the help. However... You can't control them. All you can do is control yourself in relationship to them. So what's your boundary? What's mm. your tolerance level for, for this? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great, dude. I would also say it's possible there are like groups, maybe support groups, you know, kind of like Al-Anon. Yeah. People who want to help other people, but they are like, well, but I. Oh, it's called CODA. No, it's Coda. like CODA. Right. CODA Penance Anonymous. Yeah. Dude, we've been to some CODA meetings. Yeah. Yeah. Coda. That oh. would be a great place to go because you'll just hear stories from people, you know, who, who are, are from toxic families, who have toxic friendships, who struggle with trying to, you know, save someone that doesn't want to be saved. But you got to remember the only thing you can do is save yourself. Right. <laughs> Really pushing it. I'm just playing right yeah. now. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, and let me just say, I loved going to CODA. I mean, it's kind of like free therapy because you're sitting in a room with a lot of people. You don't even have to talk if you don't feel comfortable. But just the sitting in a room of people who are only there to be 100% authentic and real is such a powerful experience. Mm. Because all the time, everyone is fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're sleepwalking through their lives. <laughs> Whatever. It's just a really good experience that you Hardly ever get to have. Mm -hmm. So I would really recommend that. Yeah, I definitely agree. Mm -hmm. So here's a pretty good follow-up to this whole subject, which is how do you cope when you see someone you love struggle mentally, but you can't help them? Again, remember that you cannot live their lives for them. Mm. You can live your life and have them be a part of it to whatever extent is healthy for you. Keeping in mind also that this is incredibly frustrating. It is so frustrating and it's so... And you've struggled with friendships where you've had to be like... I'm, I'm just doing it right now. Yeah. I, like, it's so hard to give up that control. And to have that idea of false nobility. 
Like, mm. oh, I'm going to save them. Mm-hmm. I can see it. Right. And that's also kind of something good to think about because I feel like in the case of one of my friends, I was like, well, if this person can heal or whatever, then that means I can heal because their problems are very similar to mine. And then mm. I was like, well, we're two different people. Like, mm-hmm. And also that's not fair to like make it about me. <laughs> and you just got to let it kind of go somehow. But keeping in mind, I feel you, feel you so much. It yeah. is so frustrating yeah. because you love that person. Yeah, <clears throat> It's really hard to watch someone you love be self-destructive. This is the hardest fucking thing. I mean, this is so common with yeah. all kinds of relationships. All kinds of relationships, you know, all kinds of stages in relationships. Going through grief, you're going to watch someone you love and you're not going to be able to share that experience because that's their experience, mm-hmm. you know? So you find your healthy balance together, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And then you call us and you let us know which advice was the best. <laughs> Okay, okay. Last but not least, uh, summertime. What's up, baby? What are some recommendations for like shows, books, life stuff? What's up? I've got a book rec immediately right off the bat. Ooh, what is it? Uh, so I'm reading How to Fight by mm. Teep Nahat Han. It is a very short, like 113-page book. It is excellent, and everyone should read it immediately. It is all about how to have constructive arguments Mm. and what to do with anger that crops up and hurt that crops up in arguments Mm -hmm. that derail them. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I strongly recommend it. Again, it's called How to Fight by Teek Nahat Han, and we will be putting up a link on the Twitter and whatnot Mm -hmm. uh, so you can check it out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, obviously Booksmart, if you haven't seen that, is hilarious. That is a movie directed by Olivia Munn, I believe. Mm -hmm. Is that the right Olivia? A different Olivia. I'm being told that I'm incorrect. Wild. Olivia Wilde. That's who it is. So good. I'm reading a book right now that I'm really enjoying. It's called An Alchemy of Mind by Diana Ackerman, possibly Diane Ackerman. And it's like a very kind of poetic book about the brain, like physically, like the physical makeup of the brain and like how we store memories. And it's kind of very soothing in a way because, you know, she talks about how your brain forms pathways that it then just wants to go down all the time. So it's like, you just can't be that hard on yourself when you're going through your crazy tapes because that's how your biology was made. It wants to do that. It's really hard to reprogram stuff, but it's just very fascinating. God, I sound like a douchebag. No, you don't. You sound great. (laughs) I'm just reading about my lump under my arm. (laughs) Changing color, it makes me nervous. Also, I would say... If you want to, try a musical instrument this summer. Oh, my God. Yes. Please try a musical instrument you know? this summer. And what shows have I been enjoying lately? Um, So many. But, yeah. No, let's think about activities outside the house. Yeah. You know? You know what ooh, I always ooh. loved? Do an audio book while walking around like a track or something. <gasps> yeah. Give that a shot. Mm-hmm. Have you ever done that before? No? Why not? These are my classic favorites. Drawing on the sidewalk with chalk. Mm. Blowing bubbles. Mm. Oh, do a picnic. Get a picnic basket. Yes. Go sit on the grass. Yeah. Go yeah. on a camping trip with your friends. Play frisbee. Mm-hmm. Love frisbee. Also, make popsicles out of things of your choice. One time I made root beer popsicles. <gasps> cool guy. And they were dope. That sounds really good. <laughs> on Reddit the other day, I saw a clam chowder popsicle. That's disgusting. It was awful. Ew. <laughs> Summer, summer. Clams. Oh. Summer, summer, summer. Ugh, but it's, yeah, summer's great. Oh. oh. I'm so happy the days are so long. I know. The nights are so short. I grew up hating summer. 
am I, I've had a complete 180 in terms of my experience of summertime. I feel great. Mm. I love summer. Mm-hmm, I used to mm-hmm. be ibuprofen for my arm. <laughs> Um, yeah. So, uh, well, earbuds, thank you so much for sending in your questions. I hope that at this point we've already like figured out what the new, um, sign off is going to be. I don't know if you guys know, but last week we, a couple weeks ago, I don't remember. Time is, time is very strange on podcasts. Yeah. Would you guys believe in time? Let us know by rating and reviewing uh, our podcast and letting uh, us know if our podcast has changed your relationship with time. Mm. You know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you can go ahead and support our podcast by heading over to patreon.com slash analyze this. Maybe you could even be a space time key. That's right. Yeah. It's a pretty dope position. You know what's weird (laughs) is when you're really big, time slows down. (laughs) Like the planet, dude? Like quantum particles, yeah. Time is completely. It's like kind of irrelevant. Are quantum particles small? Yes. Sorry, I went big and then I'm going small. Now you change your mind. Yeah, it's all probability, man. <laughs> okay, we're out. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening this week. This episode, analyze this. I hope that it's been helpful and above all else, not. Uh, destructive to your life in any way. No, yes, and truly, we... We're not experts, uh, but, but we are. We so appreciate you sending in your questions. I hope I hope we are helpful and you are dear to us. Yeah, And I was uh, going to say witches. We are witches. We're not! No! <laughs> oh, man. Wait, my idea of a witch is like a person who walks around the woods and has a little fanny pack of, like, herbs... Dude, that's like just me. And like, what's up with that? <laughs> so, uh, gotta go, guys. Back to my coven and hang out. That is you. Oh my god! Thank you so much. Love you guys. Talk to you later. See yourselves. Bye. Bye.